the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 95 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Anna, and I'm 11. I'm Liam, and I'm 9. 9. And I'm Al Nawatsky, the adult. And? And I'm 39. Birthday was yesterday. My birthday was two days ago. Yeah, and we were planning on recording yesterday on my birthday, but uh, nature had a different idea. Uh, yeah, decided... if you live in Minnesota, you know it. <laughs> well, if you live in St. Mm-hmm. Paul, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, I decided to drop about a foot of snow, and so there was a lot of shoveling. And, and he had to help three cars right. get unstuck. And then no, they, were, it was, <laughs> yeah. they were going to plow yeah. our street, and mm-hmm. they were going to tow the cars away, so we had to go into the back alleyway and park our car in the back. And so yeah, we had to go like a huge long way, and yeah. it was crazy. It, By the way, it's a um, snow emergency. We here were in outside Paul. today, and we yeah. have. A Why were you? How were you outside today? You didn't have school. No, no. Our school was off. Woo, woo, woo. Snow day. So anyway, um, mm-hmm. we were in our backyard. We have about how many feet? Do you think that'd be six? That mountain seven? that that someone plowed the alley and they plowed the mountain into our backyard. About seven. seven. It's about seven feet high. Yeah. Uh huh. Seven feet of seven snow. Seven feet of yeah. snow. Super high. Mm-hmm. And we built a ginormous fort. A big tunnel. You could po- should you should post sure. a yeah a tunnel yeah. worthy of the Wampa. Yes, and uh, no. and maybe I'll put <laughs> maybe there's even like a upside down person person hanging upside down in there and what? No, there isn't. Yep. Yes, you attacked somebody and brought them into your cave and hung them upside down from the ceiling. Daddy, that's how they get arrested. With some ice somehow. We're going to go to juvie, okay? Oh my god, wow. All right. Stop I talking could, about that. I could, I could bring my little um, my little <laughs> this, this toy. Real. I could bring my little toy Luke action figure and stick him on the ceiling. <laughs> that would like, be awesome. Stone to there. I, I, I'm actually going to do it. You, you can, can take it. You, you Because you have the Hoth Luke, right? You have Hoth Luke. I have Hoth yeah. Luke. <laughs> oh my gosh. And guess yeah. what? He actually has the scars on his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liam, you should, um, you should like get snow snow gear on and mm. then you should roll around in the snow and make yourself look all white mm-hmm. and then you should go into the tunnel and be like and like like be eating uh-huh. like something uh-huh. and then it's like looking at Luke and then daddy'd take a picture <laughs> that would be pretty funny i don't know if the cave is quite big enough for all that staging anyway no it'd be big enough <laughs> Anyway, we have a special episode for you listeners again, because uh, last week we talked to Nick, remember? And uh, this week we're talking with patrons and good friends Evan and Wyatt. And uh, we re- actually recorded this conversation with them last Monday. Um, this we're recording on Tuesday, January 23rd. But uh, we recorded this conversation with Evan and Wyatt last Monday on the same day that we recorded with Nick from London. It was a pretty busy day, busy Monday for us. Uh but, uh, so we're going to get to that really soon. And that's a, a pretty awesome conversation. Super happy with that. And, uh, we're going to get to that. But first, before we get to that, I wanted to thank our newest patron, Chris from Star Wars Kids Cast. Woohoo! Yeah. Chris is the guy who started the He's very... He's a patron now? He is a patron now, Woo! yeah. He started hey. the very first Star Wars podcast for kids. And way back... Almost three years ago now, when I started, when we started Children of the Force, I reached out to him and uh, kind of let him know that we were 
where he decided to do this show and and just wanted to let him know because he was also kind of doing a show that was uh you know geared toward kids but also adults you know could like it and listen to it um and he was super cool and gracious and and uh he was like genuinely happy that we were starting a show that's also for kids so super cool and like chris kind of was you know like welcomed me into the podcasting community which is so which was nice. really awesome yeah and uh yeah i really appreciate that and really appreciate his uh his patronage <laughs> in uh in you know financial patronage basically it makes you a part of the show in addition to his moral support yes but uh but chris welcoming us reminds me that there is another uh parent kid star wars podcast out there um remember about a month ago we talked about me and my padawan which is super cool and, and has been really fun to listen to but now there's tatooine sons which is a, a new podcast that started uh, the beginning of december and it's a dad and two sons, dad, David, or as he calls himself, the bowtie Jedi guy and, uh, Nate or BB Nate and Samuel, uh, who goes by Samuel the Hutt on the podcast. And they have about nine episodes out already, which is super cool. So like if you like how they have n- nicknames, yeah, you like that? We should make nicknames. <laughs> I think we are, uh, we're almost three years in, so it'd be kind of weird. Baca if we... for Liam Baca. Liam Baca. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Mine we could... would be Anna, like for Ray. Anna, Anakin? No. Um, oh, so... <laughs> that's, that's a nice play. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. about you, Daddy? Who'd you be? Um, I'm Al-1B. I'm an Al-1B droid. Um, so, yeah. If you like hearing kids talk about Star Wars with their dad, and you probably do because you're listening to this show, <laughs> uh, check out Tatooine Sons. And spread the love. We love spreading the love. Uh, but back to Chris. Back to Chris. Uh, Chris has been on this show a couple times already, and it is time that we get him back on the show since he donated at the uh, at the level where you can come onto the show. So super cool, and we hope to talk to Chris soon. Um, let's talk about some Star Warsy stuff that we've been up to. Liam, you read Bomber Command, which is by was that by Jason Fry? Yeah. Yeah. It's um, awesome. Yeah. So that was kind of like a, another one of those in-universe kind of like journal books, right? Yeah. I really want to read it. I read some of it, but I want to read more. Who's the journal by, Liam? Um, Is it by Paige? Yeah. It's by Paige. So it's like Paige's Tico. journal. Yeah. Paige Tico. So Rose's sister. It's, uh, it's her journal. And there's like clippings in there and stuff, kind of yeah. like there is in the like mm-hmm. the Ezra and the Sabine book. Sabine, which yeah. we had Annie stole on here. That's right. So for the, the second Annie, episode, it Annie seems stole. like it was long, more closer than that. Long time ago, long time ago now. That is. Um, yeah, so that's super cool. Bomber Command. Also, I've been I've been reading uh, Canto Bite, which is that you know a four kind of mini mini novels you know put together. Four novellas or, or short stories, but longer short stories uh, about Canto Bite. So far, it's pretty good. Um, it's largely inconsequential to the Star Wars universe. Like, it doesn't really do much more than just kind of, you know, tell you some stuff about Canto Bite and about the types of people who, who go there. But it's, you know, good storytelling, and uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot more than The Legends of Luke Skywalker. Um, <laughs> which kind of was the same idea where it was stories, you know, different stories in one book. Um, I'm kind of, I'm really 
I'm ready for Star Wars books to get back to, you know, I mean, granted it hasn't been that long, like Phasma came out and Princess of Alderaan came out and stuff. And, but since then, like, I don't know, I'm just, I'm, I'm I want another book that's like big plot, important plot book. <laughs> Cause Phasma again, wasn't really, it's a good book. I really liked it, but it wasn't really consequential. It didn't really have a lot of, um, it didn't reach a lot of other parts of the story, you know? Not like Princess of Alderaan did, or like, uh, you know, Bloodline, right? Uh, I want another, I want a book about Luke that's just a Luke book that takes place in between, you know, something like that. That would be so right? awesome. And, I mean, Han Solo is coming out in May. I'm assuming we're going to get some, some novels that tie into that. I have no idea. I don't know. haven't heard anything yet. It's kind of weird. You still haven't told us any of those spoilers yet. No, I haven't. Well, let's head on over to the news. Alright, so we're not going to talk spoilers with Solo, but uh, there is a rumor that the Solo teaser is going to come out on the Super Bowl, which is not next Sunday, but the Sunday after. Um, yeah, speaking of Super Bowl, we had a pretty rough Sunday nights watching our Minnesota Vikings crash and burn spectacularly. Uh, yeah, that was, was like that was hard. Crazy. Yeah. Like they played bad but the and the Eagles played good. Mm, yeah, right. And we're not huge football fans, but you know when it gets to the playoffs and there's a chance that that you know the the team's going to go to the Super Bowl and stuff and the Super Bowl is actually in Minnesota. Um, we we started paying attention, got our hopes up and they were crushed and Thankfully, we're not huge, huge football fans, or we'd be sad like, for like the next like next couple months. Yeah, yeah. But as Grandpa says, when he watches the, the sun, sun will come will up come out tomorrow. Sun will come up tomorrow. It's a good way to look at it. It's not the end of the world. Um, we got something new this last week, though, and that's the Rebels trailer. And uh, we're not going to really do like a deep dive into the Rebels trailer right now. Maybe we'll oh get gosh, into it next episode. <laughs> yeah, there's oh some pretty cool stuff gosh. in there. Uh, top of the list for me is uh mortis but we'll we'll get there when we get there um so so the rebels the the second half of this last season of rebels starts on february 19th which is a monday that we have off of school which is super cool i hope it comes out during the day and we can watch they're doing the same thing here they're doing two episodes uh, a week for two weeks and then the third week they're gonna have three episodes and then it's done so we have three more days of Rebels. Two no. episodes, and then two episodes, and then three episodes, no. and then it's done. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. it's okay. <laughs> well, in better news, The Last Jedi is going to be coming out on Blu-ray in a uh, couple months. Uh, there's actually no official word when. But when it does, the Target Special Edition is probably the one that we're going to get because there is a 40-page booklet which includes a behind-the-scenes look at the making of Star Wars The Last Jedi which, with exclusive images, facts, and personal insights from writer-director Ryan Johnson. Plus, an exclusive featurette, Meet the Porgs, about the making of the lovable characters. We need to get this. Yep. Well, so, we're going to get it anyways. And this is... Uh, this only costs three more dollars than the regular Blu-ray, which is what we would normally get. So I think for three more dollars to get a 40-page booklet and a Meet the Porgs thing... Let's do you guys, it. Will, will you guys pitch oh, in that extra three dollars to sure. get that? Okay, yeah. thanks. You'll would, help me out. Okay. Would the Meet the Porgs um, 
with the meat the pork thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Eventually be a on YouTube. Thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah, a video. Yeah. What about the the forty-page booklet that's going to be a book that'll actually come with the. What about behind the Last Jedi? Oh, there's going to be yeah, that's the booklet, but there's also going to be other, uh, you know, bonus features like, uh, you know, showing how they made the movie and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, and speaking of the Last Jedi, Oscar nominations just came out today, and they were nominated for best visual effects. Best Original Score, John Williams, of course, mm-hmm. um, and Sound Mixing and Sound Editing. So mixing is kind of like, how do you put all those sounds together and, and make it all sound good together? And then editing is, you know, um, how do you make the sounds in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, make them sound as good as they can. So, pretty cool. Congratulations to Lucasfilm Whoa. and all of the, the people who were nominated. That's Woo-hoo. That's awesome. So let's uh, let's get on to our talk now with Evan and Wyatt. Uh, so for the first like half of the talk, it's all of us talking. It's me, it's Evan, it's Anna, it's Liam, and it's Wyatt. And uh, and it gets it gets a little. There's a lot of people talking at once sometimes, and it gets a little crazy. But yeah, it's yeah, it's because there's like all of us on there. So yeah, but it's fun, and uh, and it's fun to hear Wyatt's uh, questions and his his point of view. Um, and then the second half is just me and Evan because you kids went off and played. So um, you wanted us to go off and play. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I wanted to talk to Evan and just have a conversation with my friend uh-huh. about Star Warsy things. Yeah. Yep. And and you know we we recorded this like it was going to be the introduction to the show because I thought maybe I'd get it out last week and we wouldn't have time to do this little intro, but. Um, uh, there's a few things I wanted to talk about today, so we did our own intro, but now you get to hear another introduction to episode 95, uh, and that's with all of us uh, sitting in our living room on our couch instead of in our normal studio, uh, which is on my bed. Where we are right uh, now. <laughs> um, so the sound is a little bit more echoey. That's why we record in the bedroom and not the living room, but, you know, whatever. It's it's fine. Um, we're not, you know, we don't... Uh, we're not a professional radio show. It's okay right? if, yeah. if we occasionally sound... We're pretty professional, but, you know. <laughs> I do take pride in how, how we sound. I, I try to make it sound as good as we can, but, you know. Uh, sometimes it doesn't happen. Right. And it's it was it's fine. It's just, yeah. you know, just a little echoey sometimes. It's fine. All right. Let's give it a listen. Welcome to episode 95 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nowatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 11. I'm Liam, and I'm 8. I'm Wyatt, and I'm 6. Wyatt? Who's Wyatt? (laughs) Who else is here? I'm Evan, and I'm Wyatt's dad. Yeah. How old are you? No, well... (laughs) I am an adult. <laughs> and Evan oh, wow. never tells. Totally so, so, yes, this week we're joined by our good friends and patrons, Evan and Wyatt. This has been a long time coming, and it's great to finally have you two here. Thank you so much for making the trek over to our house from yours. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, we were supposed to go to your place, and our car died. Battery died because it's too cold outside. And then you were going to come over here, and your car died. Yeah, but you got yours going. Yeah, because I am somewhat mechanically inclined, at least enough so I can watch a YouTube clip on how to jump a car and then jump my car. There we go. So, thank you for doing that. All right. So, hey, uh, we know all about Anna and Liam and me, uh, but I'd like to hear about you guys. Could you tell us a little bit about yourselves, uh, Evan? Do you want to start? Sure. 
I am Evan. I have known Al for a long, long time. I've been a friend of Al for a little bit less than that. And uh, <laughs> um, and we uh, went to college together in North Dakota. No. And No, Al and I went to college together in North Dakota. Mm-hmm. We did. And I have known Anna and Liam since they were born. And we just moved to Minneapolis last year, two years ago. Yeah. We're super happy to have you guys here. Wyatt, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Who is Wyatt? Uh, I like to play and I try to build tree house and, and I try to build. Yeah? You like building. And what, uh, you like to build, huh? Wyatt, you should tell them what school you go to and what grade you're in. Um, I'm in kindergarten and pretty soon I'm going in first grade. Awesome. What kind of what kind of school do you go to, Wyatt? Spanish immersion. A Spanish immersion, awesome. Uh, and and you said you like to build. You you're a fan of Legos, is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you just get a Lego set like yesterday? Yeah. What was the Lego set? Um, it, it, it's all bad guys, and also I thought that Mall of America. Yeah, the Mall of America Lego store, and is it a Star Wars Lego set? Yeah. What kind of bad guys are in it? Like Kylo Ren? Stormtroopers and what else? Uh, I think it was Stormtroopers and was Kylo Ren in it? No. No, he wasn't. General Hux was. Oh. General Hux. No. No, I think it was actually the Stormtroopers. It was like a little Stormtrooper gun battery that he put together. Nice. Cool. And And now... He also, this is important, he bought it with his own money that he's been saving. Whoa. How much did it cost? Nice. Uh, fifteen. And and I got way. And 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 I have more fifteen. Awesome. Well, that sounds great. So Wyatt, uh, you have liked Star Wars probably for as long as you can remember, right? I mean, do you remember ever not liking Star Wars? No. <laughs> no. I like I right. like the part when you um when Darth Vader turned um. Turned into a bad guy. Oh wow, you like that part, huh? At and, the end of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Wow. And people did tune in there. <laughs> people what? The tune. They get killed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See, when Anakin walks in the giant oh. room and Jaya <laughs> kills everybody. Yeah. yeah. That part wow. Is All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I see where this is going. Uh, so. Don't worry, why it goes this way. All. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, so why? What is your like? What's your favorite like thing about Star Wars? Is it the movies? Is it Rebels? Is it Clone Wars? Is it like books or uh, toys or what is it about Star Wars that you that you like the best? I, I don't know. You're not sure. Okay, maybe just kind of all of it, all yeah. of it together. Yeah. How about you, Evan? My favorite thing about Star Wars? Yeah. Uh probably the movies. Yeah. Although I was a huge fan of the Clone War TV show, yeah. Should should I should I admit that I didn't like the prequels? Is it okay to be on this show and not like the prequels? Yeah, no, it's it's okay, okay. not okay. Oh. It's okay, just know that not get out of the show. show. Get. <laughs> okay. get out. Hold on. So Liam's being dramatic, but Anna's trying to make a point here. What is I'm Anna? saying. That it's okay, just know that not all of us agree with that. Wait, did oh. I say something about it? Hey, can I, can I, can I? Well, get I'm out gonna... of our house. <laughs> okay, and then Wyatt says... Um, um, 
What's a prequel? What, what are the prequels? Um, so that's episode one, two, and three. So the Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and, and Revenge of the Sith. Sith that part anime. that you love. You may not. You get out of here. <laughs> that's right. Thank you, Wyatt. Well, I think that answer answers your question. I guess. I, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just Get out. get out of here. Get out. Get out. This is this is well, probably the most controversial episode of Children we, of the Force. <laughs> get out of here. Sit down. Okay. And probably the least dramatic. <laughs> so Okay, so no, you know what? We we accept yeah, yeah, we, yeah. all kinds of fans as long as they're respectful. Yeah. So you yeah, I know you true. have your issues. As long as they like Star Wars. You have your issues. Well and yeah. And as sure. long as you don't say the S word. Star Wars? Sith? Okay, that's Star Trek, Savage. <laughs> okay. Um, did well, you, did so, you want to say a little bit about? Yeah, about I did. So one thing that I thought was, and uh, one thing I've been thinking is interesting is that there are some people who do not like the newest movie, Last yeah. Jedi, mm-hmm. and I loved the Last Jedi. And it's been interesting to me because I, I get a little bit upset when I hear people say things that I think are unfair about The Last Jedi. And then I sort of think to myself, wait a minute, maybe I was being unfair to people who liked the prequels and I didn't like the prequels. And I would try to somehow convince them that I was the correct opinion. And I think that was kind of silly looking back on it now, right? Like I should just say, like, like Anna said, you, you know, if you like it, you like it. I didn't like it. And that's okay. And I like the prequels more now than I did when they first came out. Yeah, I can say the same thing. All right, so Wyatt, you've seen all of the Star Wars movies, right? Uh, which which movie is your favorite? Do you have a favorite movie? No, you like them all. Uh, which? Now you watch Rebels too. Which which Rebels character do you really like? Is there one that you really like? Like we got Hera, Chopper, Kanan, Ezra, Sabine, Sabine. Best character. What is Sabine? Sabine. Sabine's the one, like the really artistic one, the one mm-hmm. that blows everything up. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like her. Yeah. yeah. She's and, awesome. and 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 I like I'm I I dislike everybody now. Yeah. Yeah. Even the Sith. Even the even the Sith. All right. I think so. Yeah. Wow. Well, you need bad guys to tell a story. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That is true. <laughs> well, to tell a like rebellion story because right. you can't really rebel if there's no bad guys. That's true. That's true. So. So, Wyatt, I think you have a question for us. What, what, what's a question that you have for us? Hey, Al. Yeah. How, how can you um, build a lightsaber? How can you build a lightsaber? Um, in real life. In real life. You know... It is possible. There Watch is... There is science and Star Wars. There is this YouTube show. Except it's uh, not like a lightsaber, technically, but it comes very very close to a lightsaber and it can cut through metal so yeah it can it yeah. can do the stuff a lightsaber can do except it doesn't look as cool so okay so what they're talking about is there's this show called science and star wars and they kind of figured out how you could sort of build something that does what a lightsaber does it's not just like a lightsaber because if you have a laser or some sort of energy that shoots out how do you make it stop at a certain point? You can't really make it stop. It just keeps going. So the way lightsabers work in Star Wars is is this laser kind of comes out, but then it turns around and comes back in. And scientists haven't figured out a way to do that yet. Yeah. Like my lightsaber. Yeah. So there's a green button. 
So that's how you open it, and, uh-huh. and and then the red button, I think that's how you close it. Okay. Then you put it down, and yeah. then there, I think there's a lot with some lightsabers, so that's how you do it, really. Okay. Yeah, but I don't think, but you can't make a lightsaber that actually cuts through like a tree or something, yeah, right? Like, they don't make those yet. I kind of hope they never do, because that do. seems fairly dangerous. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it seems awesome. <laughs> it seems awesome, dude. <laughs> so you could just, you could just go like this. And right. blow up a bunch of stuff. And right. you could accidentally, yeah. yeah. You could accidentally. So. Have you sure. Guys, speaking of lightsabers, have you guys heard about Ludo Sport? No. I, a friend of mine was just telling me about this. There is a new thing called Ludo Sport, L-U-D-O Sport, hmm. where it's lightsaber combat training. And you can go to essentially a martial arts place, and they, they have you actually learn how to do lightsaber moves. Huh. With pra- and there's competitions for it, and... And one opened up in, of all places, Grand Forks, North Dakota. What? Yeah, isn't that Seriously? weird? Yeah, it was my friends who were just here this weekend, they were talking about it, and I was like, A, it's crazy that it's in Grand Forks, and B, where can I sign up to actually do this? <laughs> so yeah, check it out. Ludo that sounds... I want to do that, dude. Yeah, yeah. we should um, do that. I, I mean, I'd like to do that, but yeah. I'm already like... Zoop, zoop, zoop. Oh, you're already as good as you Master can get? Uh, Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No, yeah. no, I'm not as good as I can uh-huh. get, okay. but I... I've made yeah. up my own moves. Yeah, that's true. Like, well, you know, and we've thought about getting you into fencing, Liam. And I think fencing is something that ha- that would help you with your lightsaber uh, cosplay. Yeah. So, Wyatt, you have uh, you have some Star Wars toys. Do you have like a favorite Star Wars toy, one that you really like, or you know, some that you really like? Not your favorite, but one that you play with a lot. Um, not really. I all my Star Wars toys I really like. I can't shoot them. Okay. I did pick. One. Yeah. I really like Captain Rex. Captain Rex. I do have Captain Rex's helmet. Oh, you have Captain Rex's helmet? Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Do, um, you have quite a bit of Lego sets, right? Which is the, what's the, like, biggest, coolest Star Wars Lego set that you have, you think? Um, the biggest one? Oof. Definitely the army thingy. Like, the one you just got? No. The I think the, well, the, the biggest Lego set that we have, I got myself a Millennium Falcon for when I finished the bar exam. They're not the biggest. <laughs> and that's the biggest Lego set it's that we have. It's the most pieces. Yeah, yeah the most pieces. pieces. Yeah. And then, so Wyatt's favorite Star Wars toy is probably the most recent one and also the next one he wants. <laughs> Those are his favorite toys. We just yeah. got a new... Uh, a new um, Crab Walker oh, from oh, the latest oh. movie. Oh, that was fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. And in the one I got yesterday, um, um, I didn't put it there yet. But when I put it there, I'll probably take a picture of it. Oh, oh. take a picture what and send it? it. Send what it to us, it? and yeah, we'll put it up on the website. Hey, um, yeah. Evan, did you have Star Wars toys growing up? Oh, I had so many Star Wars toys growing yeah? up. Yeah, I had. Well, uh, we had none. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, only, only the little ones Falcon. That's the only Star Well, no, now I have the Lego Millennium Falcon. But, but I mean when he was a kid, When though, I was a kid, I when I was your age, yeah. I had a Crash and Burn X-Wing. Oh. That was an X-Wing that had little decals on it, like stickers on it, that would make it look like it was on fire. <laughs> but when I got it, I thought, oh, it's a Crash and Burn X-Wing. I should Crash and Burn it. <laughs> and so I ruined my toy. I had it for like two weeks, and I threw it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it would crash and it all broke and fell apart. <laughs> so that's that, that's my favorite toy ever was that. I also had like some of the, the little guys you could play with, like Han Solo and Luke Skywalker and Princess action Leia figures. action figures, yeah. right? Um, not a lot of them, but I had some of them. I want action figure, dude. Do you have no action figures? I thought yeah. you liked Legos. You know, yeah. Yeah. I find that kids don't play with action figures as much as we did when we were kids. Yeah. And I think it's because like Legos are kind of what action figures used to be. Yeah. Like iPads, I, man. Seriously. iPads. Why waste your time on yeah. Uh, I, figures when I you had have iPads when and I was, Kindles and phones and awesome stuff. So when I was a kid, when I was about like I would say twelve or thirteen years old, I had the greatest Star Wars video game of all time. X Wing. The <laughs> flight simulator. And you, you would just pilot either an X Wing or a Y Wing or an A Wing and fly all the missions and the last mission was blowing up the Death Star and Oh my goodness, it was the best thing of all time. So you can have your Kindle. You can have your iPad games. Doesn't even come close to how awesome X-Wing on the PC was. Uh, right? Do you know that game? I'm going to have to disagree. No, that game is so good. <laughs> you uh, heard of something we, Battlefront 2? Okay. Well, yeah, we never played Battlefront. <laughs> so, Give me that. Give me that, too. I don't think you can even play oh, it you want anymore. It. X-Wing is... You could probably play it online. It's probably an emulator on. Yeah, store. yeah. Um, I, I couldn't get into those games. I don't know what it really? was. No, really? I tried. Uh, we had Tie Fighter and X Wing, or Tie Fighter versus X Wing. Right. Uh, and I, Matt's my, you know, younger brother Matt. He, he got into them. I did. I couldn't do it. Huh. I didn't have the patience. That's too bad. Well, I yeah. can see that not yeah. having the patience and yeah. not being able to figure out like two or three buttons. And... But he could only see. <laughs> well, X Wing or Doom. I mean. I'm going to go Doom. Yeah, so you just want to blow stuff up? Uh-huh. <laughs> as much stuff as possible? Exactly. Right, okay. You know what? So, that okay. sounds like me. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. Uh, Agree to disagree, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess we're going to do that. So, Wyatt, you probably don't have, like, an earliest memory of Star Wars, huh? Like, the very first Star Wars thing you can remember because it's just always been there. Yeah. Evan, do you have an early? Same thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't, same thing. I, I, was, I was born in 79. Mm-hmm. And so I don't. Samesies. Yeah, it was a good year to be yeah. born. We're exennials. And yep, we are. I, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now I know what age you are. That's true. Yep. That's true. Astute listeners will figure it out. Uh, and I don't ever remember not knowing what yeah. happened in Star Wars. Hmm. Like, I, all of it. I, don't, I always knew that Darth Vader was Luke's dad. I always knew that um, Darth Vader killed the Emperor at the end. Just, yeah. So I was never surprised. Yeah. I, I loved it, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why aren't you raising your hand? Did you have something to say? How did, um, how did like things? How did Luke's Obi-Wan Kenobi like um this like got dead and then move somewhere? So how did? So we talked about this earlier today. Yeah. And he was wondering how Luke Skywalker and Yoda and Obi-Wan Kenobi, instead of dying, they just kind of disappeared. Oh, yeah. Luke Skywalker? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> did you forget? Did you, for, did you forget how you killed Luke Skywalker, Liam? Uh, so, um, <laughs> that hurts, sorry. And Anna, you have an answer to that question? All right. Um, well, Qui-Gon Jinn, who is the person who trained Obi-Wan Kenobi, he figured out how to become a ghost after you die. So basically when you die... You just 
fade away and become one with the Force, so you can show up as like a ghost. And he taught and he Yoda. Taught Yoda hey, he I, taught Obi Wan Kenobi. I said, I said adults before. Yeah. And Daddy, I think Daddy didn't believe me. This is the first I'm hearing of this. Well, we're going to this now. I Hold on. So, uh, why, so, said that. so you said that you saw a ghost. Like a real ghost? Like an art in, in the real life? No. Oh, that you said that Obi-Wan and Qu- and Yoda were ghosts? They, they, um, they, 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 they used all the force and like, gravity and stuff and all around them. And, and then they like disappear like dolls and stuff. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. They They don't. I don't know. I don't think they really die. They just they allow them. They allow themselves to become more. They kind of die. They kind of die. That's what I'm saying. I think. I mean, it's generally called a force ghost. Mm -hmm. So ghosts are. But it's not the last step if you watch Coco. Sure. So and and yeah, Liam talked. Right. Yeah, when we, you turn into a skeleton, we went to then Coco you die. Yeah. <laughs> Wyatt didn't hear the podcast where you guys had explored the Coco Star Wars universe yeah. cro- crossover, yeah. which was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so Wyatt doesn't know that in in actuality, in canon, the Coco and Star Wars are the same universe. <laughs> and as long as you uh-huh. remember Obi Wan Kenobi, he he stays alive as a ghost. He can be a Force ghost. Yeah. Do we see him in Coco? <laughs> if you look really closely at the 35 minute mark in the background, he's probably not there. <laughs> Evan, did you yeah. have. So, uh, Wyatt, that was a good question, and I hope Anna did a good job answering uh, that they're, they kind of, they're ghosts. Uh, yeah. One, thing, one weird thing is that Qui Gon didn't disappear, but he became a ghost. Darth Vader, Anakin, didn't disappear, but he became a ghost. But Luke and Yoda and Obi-Wan, they disappeared and they became ghosts. So how do you explain that? Oh, oh, no, no, oh, no. oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 weren't Luke those that in number eight, so you have to see number eight. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, you mean the, oh, you mean like the, uh, the next one, number nine, how are right? We're going to see Luke. That? Do you think we'll see Luke again in the next movie? Probably. Yeah. And, and I kind of know where... No, we understand is. Yeah. He's on Tatooine. In Rebels, yeah. you see um oh, yeah. dark mall, so mm. he comes there. So then, then only it's no we kill him. What did you think of that? That Darth Maul Obi Wan Kenobi duel. So that was pretty cool, huh? Ah, oh, that was so Call good. The three second duel. The three second duel. That was where I see um 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 uh Obi Wan Kenobi is. You think like his ghost is kind of on Tatooine? It could be. Like, where do they go when they're not appearing to other people? That's a good question. I don't know. What's up, Liam? How the heck are people supposed to know that Luke's a ghost? What do you mean? Luke's not a ghost. We never saw him as a ghost. I think Wyatt was saying in the next movie he's going to be a ghost. Oh, I know, but you you just said they all became, they all disappeared and became into ghosts. Oh, and we haven't seen Luke as a force ghost yet. Yeah, we don't know Luke is a ghost, though. Uh, So how do you keep saying that? That's true. I mean, I guess we haven't, but I guess I think disappearing means that they become a force oh, ghost. Oh, 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 oh. Pretty I, sure. Then why didn't Darth Vader Yeah, disappear? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yes, hey, why? Um, um, I know the answer to that question. Um, we will see loot. It does, the loot is dead, and I know that's sad, but he's going to come and those in the next movie, number nine. I think you're right. And that's going to be in ten more, probably one more year. 
30 on hmm. uh, 1,000 years. That one we'll see number nine probably. In 1,000 years? <laughs> might. It is no, 100 awesome. days. No, in 100 days. In 100 days? I wish. Yeah. I wish we could see it that soon. Um, I think, like, tomorrow I would want to see it. <laughs> Evan, did you have any questions for uh, the kids or for Wyatt? Um, yeah, I, I have a question for you guys. Uh, what do you think is the like best way to watch Star Wars if you've never watched it before? Like, start with episode one, go all the way through, start with Rebels, start with Clone Wars. What do you think? Hmm. Oh, oh, I know, I know. What do you think? Or start with what? Uh, first, I think to watch Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. I think to start with number one, Clone Wars, and watch it few time, then number two, few time, number three, few times. Oh, so, wow. and then, then movie, number one, number two, number three, Four, number five, number six, and number seven, and number eight, then nine, nine and pretty long. Nine, yeah. Liam, what what do you think is the best viewing order? How how should what should people do? I do Phantom Menace. Uh-huh. Then you do Attack of the Clones, Clone Wars, oh. Revenge of the Sith, yeah. Rebels, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. Return of the Jedi, The Last Jedi, quote unquote, the first red eye. Um, <laughs> oh wait, I forgot to add Rogue One after Rebels in between those two movies. <laughs> so you think so? You can watch okay. Add Solo movie before yeah. all of them. Okay. okay. You would say in chronological order. Oh, oh, I, I, the, the, the movies I like the main movies. Yeah, chronological. Yeah, in chronological order. Um, yeah. After Clone. After Clone Wars, I think Rebels, and oh. then the movies. Oh, I see. So you think, um, especially for kids maybe, watching the Clone Wars and Rebels first, and then going to watch the movies, that's kind of that's kind of how you would want to do it, Wyatt? Yeah. All right. Anna. Okay. Um, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Oh. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith. I mean, Return of the Jedi. Yep. Why did I say that? Um... The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Clone Wars, um, Revenge of the Sith, then Rebels, no, then Rebels, then Rogue One, and then um, The Force Awakens, and then... Um, the Last Jedi. So in in the what order, what happened to you? So Anna would yeah. say for the first time. So you would say in release order. That's except, how I watched it. In release order, except put Clone Wars in between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. That sounded like what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, wow. That's what I. That, that's, that's what you said. That's right. Right. That's yeah. what I don't even know. That's interesting. It's in between those, right? But the Clone Wars TV show came out after Revenge of the Sith. So. But it takes. Place. Yes, it does yes. take place. Right. Yep, yeah. yep. Right. So, uh, what do you think of it? I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of an interesting question because Liam said essentially in the order the story goes, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's hard for me because I would say like the way that I watch them, like release order. Sure. Um, but I don't know. Like I, the reason I asked the question is because there are obviously people that are starting off Star Wars and have never seen it before either, like Wyatt's age. And the reason that Wyatt said. What he said is because we watched Clone Wars and before anything else. Mm-hmm. He got into Clone Wars first. That was his kind of first love of Star Wars. So I'm not surprised that he said it that way. 
don't know. I think it all depends on who you're talking to. So if, if, if like an adult came to me, like mm-hmm. someone my own age, I would probably tell them to go with four, five, six first. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want them to start with the Phantom Menace. I, I like the Phantom Menace, but I wouldn't want that to be the first Star because Wars they see. Because a lot see. of people don't like them. It's also like Santa a lot of parties you know the Star Wars What universe. is Santa Menace? Like the, so the, so Phantom Menace is the one where Anakin is a little boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing oh, that's yeah. really great about A New Hope is that you really don't have to know the Star Wars universe. It's just, part. let's go rescue somebody yeah. from a castle, right? Yeah, yeah. And Phantom Menace, you're kind of thrown right away into this whole, like, yeah. there's all these different species of and aliens and stuff. traps. And, mm. yeah. yeah, yeah. I know yeah. a lot about <laughs> number one. I know yeah. a lot about that. Yeah. I am my, in my own head. All right. All right, do you know what time it is? No, it's not time for a horrible joke. Even though we're going to have one later. It's time for Stump the Lump! <laughs> All right, here's testing your memory, Wyatt. Here we go. This is going to be kind of a hard one. I'm sorry. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Are we supposed to answer this? I think it's anybody can answer. It's okay. okay. What is the name of the planet where the Resistance base is located in The Force Awakens and at the beginning of The Last Jedi? I don't, I don't the name of the planet. Dakar. 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 You're right, Liam. Wow. Dakar. Dakar. Obviously. Bonus question. <laughs> bonus question. What system is it in? The Hosnian system. No, it's not the Hosnian. Outer Rim? What is no, it? it's not the Outer Rim. Why? Do you have a question, uh, guess? It's in the snow. It's in the snow. No. It's in a system. Um, um, think back to, we, we hear the name of the system when I'm Ray's trying, trying to... I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, thinking of it. Trillium? Shut. Ooh. So close. I was kind close. Of. It ends with an M. The Ilenium system. Ilenium. Oh, yeah. Ilenium. Right. Well, it's pretty good. You, you got the car. Well, we could have we could have sat asked trying to think of it for like I died a hard ten time. minutes. Okay, but, everybody oh. here's lumps except me. I died oh. the hardest planet. Okay. Oh, do you have a question? Okay, why it has a stop the lump? What's the name question? of the red planet? What's the name of the red planet? Is this the one at the end of Revenge of the Sith? Yeah. The the lava planet. Ooh, who has an answer? Oh, it must be far. Mustafar. Mustafar, right, Liam. Okay. <laughs> All right. I got another Good question. One. You have no. another hard one? Okay. Okay, one more. One more. One more from what's the one. What's the name of the, bl- the snow one? The snow planet? Oh, Hoth? I have no idea what the name of the Hoth planet is. <laughs> Hoth. Hoth. <laughs> we're loose. Um, the monster. The yeah, 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 it's off. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Ilum, but... <laughs> that's, a, Ilum, gonna... that's a Clone Wars deep cut. Uh, <laughs> so... Did you see that? I got three! <laughs> I got right. a lump, but all of you are. Yeah! That's fun. I like it. You should send us questions, and we'll put them on the show. That would be fun. Okay? Send us more questions from uh, future episodes. Well, let's go have a joke. <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. Anna, you have a joke for us today. So, sort of like a... Um, it's, it's sort of like a meme, but uh-huh. here, I'll just try to put it in my best joke 
sense thing. Sure. Um, I'm going to go confess my feelings for Ren, Kylo Ren. This is not going to go the way you think. <laughs> okay. Oh, All right. I got, it. I, I got one. I got a bunch of people ship Ray and Kylo. Yeah. yeah. But so funny. I got oh, one. Yeah, I got one. Awesome. So much better than Daddy's terrible jokes. Good job. Why? Do you have a joke? Yep. Thanks, Liam. Um. Um. What's a spe a spin in spin? What? Sabine. What's a Sabine? In a Sabine? Spin. A Sabine. Yeah. Yay! And and Anna. And I said Anna. First. No. Oh oh you you both got it. I said All it right. and then Anna said. <laughs> okay. No. All right. Well, thank you, kids. Uh, I think I heard someone talking about having a snack. Do you guys want to go? Have a quick snack. Yeah. Sure. Um, Can we get the? Oh, Doritos. Does he like spicy? I don't know. Let's not do Doritos. Uh, How about the veggie straws? I want Doritos. No, I would. They're what they're really are? spicy. Yeah. No, not spicy. How about those veggie straws? Veggie Liam? straws sound like a great. Yeah. Great yeah. And then, Anna, are you gonna? Oh, whatever. Oh. Okay. That's fine. But Liam, why don't you guys? What's up, Al? <clears throat> uh, yeah, so I just thought, I know that you've had a lot of thoughts about uh, The Last Jedi and all that stuff. I was wondering uh, wondering if you wanted to talk about that, uh, talk about Star Wars. You could, uh, you could yeah. Yeah, so, um, so why do you think people haven't connected with The Last Jedi? Because we were talking about that earlier. What do you think it is? I think, um, well, it's the same problem that probably happened with the prequels in that Everyone has their own version of how they want the story to go, and it doesn't live up to whatever movie they had directed in their head. And so I think that's part of it. I also think that the reason that I loved The Last Jedi so much was that it took what you expected from Star Wars and it twisted everything about it. Mm -hmm. It was a slow speed chase. Uh -huh. It was... <laughs> It was the big climactic throne room sequence that was deflated right away because the big bad guy dies. Uh, it was, uh, you know, this this central plot of Rey getting trained, except it wasn't because he didn't train her. Um, and so I, I think that people were not, as much as they say they wanted to be surprised by Star Wars, they probably didn't want to be surprised by Star Wars. Like, The Force Awakens... People loved it, but really, it was just New Hope again, right? It was like yeah. a reboot of it, and people liked it. It was warm and comfortable for them <laughs> to have it that way. And this movie just undid so much of what was in Force Awakens and previously in, in Star Wars movies. And so that's why I think people aren't connecting with it. They didn't want to be surprised by a Star Wars movie. I did, and I loved right. it for that reason. Right. So I've been, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about why I liked it so much, and uh, 
And so you and I both used to do stand-up comedy. We did. <laughs> Back in college. We did. And that, and I think the, the kind of comedy that we, that especially I, I think, but I think we both gravitated toward it, was subverting expectations. Yeah, I like that and, alt comedy. Yeah. Right. So like this movie is like the Andy Kaufman set of Star Wars, where it's like, <laughs> you know, you think you're going to get this, but it's not. So it's um, just Ryan Johnson singing Mighty Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it was beautifully done, uh, you know. <laughs> right. So I feel like, yeah, I wonder if that's, you know, like there's there's the setups that lead us to believe that we're going to get those standard punchlines. Yeah, exactly. But then we don't. I mean, you know, I, it's the I, redirect. I remember the first time I watched Last Jedi, and in the throne room scene, I just, I had this feeling of, A, oh, don't do this scene already. Mm-hmm. And as they're kind of building it up to be that scene again, mm-hmm. the, the Palpatine scene from Return of the Jedi. And I was just, ah, fine. Okay, we'll watch this. And then, like, honestly, as soon as Snoke got cut in half, all bets were off, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, this is a brand new movie. Yeah. And, I was jumping in my seat. Oh, my goodness. It was crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And so I think that, you know, some people just don't like that, which is fine. Um, the, the, the criticisms that I get tired of are all these criticisms like, you know, Jedi are supposed to be a certain way or um, people that get upset because what's her name? Rose, Mm -hmm. Rose and Finn aren't good and interesting main characters. And I, I worry that a lot of that comes down to, Oh no, they're just upset that Rose and Finn aren't Jack and Jim. You know, right. like standard white dudes that have been yeah. in movies forever. Yeah. And the movie plays a lot with that. This movie was incredibly feminist. Mm-hmm. Lots of strong women that were um, kind of just getting sick of petulant men. Uh, and I thought that was really interesting. And some people didn't. And it might be because they're a petulant man. <laughs> uh Yeah. I, th- I think that's definitely part of it. There, are, there are. Pro- I've, I've heard, you know, some legitimate, you know, things where I'm like, right. yeah, no, I right. can understand that from a critical standpoint. Right. But yeah, I think for the most part, like, I think the movie had some pacing issues, and I think there was like some, um, some decisions, like you could say, like from an aesthetic point of view, like I wouldn't have done that, or I didn't like that for this reason. But to say it's not a good movie is kind of false, and to say that. It's uh, not a good Star Wars movie. That to me says that you wanted Star Wars to be the original yes. prequel, or not, the original trilogy, over and over and over again. Yep. Uh, back to um, stand-up comedy. Remember, so <laughs> so uh, so you know, their callbacks are a common thing, right? Where you you joke about you in 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 the punchline of your joke, you're referencing a previous joke that's callback. We used to joke, remember, about doing call forwards. Yeah, which, 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 which probably explains why we're no longer stand-up comedians. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but this movie has call-forwards. It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> it has so many of them. Uh, I mean, you know, it's just kind of hints and, and foreshadowing, I guess, is another way to say that. But but I do feel like even the, the Yoda saying that the girl, Ray has everything she needs, that's a call-forward. To what, Princess Leia or General Leia? No, to, no, it's a call-forward to seeing the books on the Falcon. Well, no, like it's also a call for because Leia everything she needs. Oh, and then yes. and Leia literally says we, we have everything we need. Yeah, sure, that's true. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, by the way, one thing I have a criticism about the movie. Yep. Uh, I don't like that the credits said in honor of our princess Carrie Fisher. Yeah. 
because like princess is just a title you get because of who your parents happen to be. General is a title that you earn. <laughs> like it's General Organa, all right? Like she worked for that title. Yeah, yeah. But I get it. Like people there's still this kind of notion that princesses are somehow special, but but <laughs> <laughs> I it was just So you're not like, a royalist. Not a royalist. No. Okay. No. Right. I, uh, we you know, we formed this nation on very Distinct principles, like no more princesses. <laughs> so, it's in the Constitution. It's in the Constitution. Yeah, kind of is. It kind of is, uh, yeah. <laughs> so when Luke says it's time for the Jedi to end, for me, that really, like even in the trailer when I read that, I was like, yes! Mm-hmm. That sat really well with me because, you know, I, just because of kind of my, like where I'm at with dogma and religion and stuff, like mm-hmm. I think... That's kind of Luke's being anti-dogma, anti-Jedi religion in that in that sense. But then in the end of the movie, it seems that uh, you know he kind of comes back and he sort of embraces mythology. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the end of the movie, I think what Ryan Johnson is trying to say is that mythology and legend are important because they inspire people to strive for a better world and try to make the world better. And that's I feel like um, just like what we've talked about with religion, I feel like that kind of lines up sort of with kind of how you feel about stuff like that yes. there the literal truth of the thing doesn't necessarily matter but the feeling and the spirit behind it does what do you think okay so uh this is this is great because we're talking about religion now in church yeah <laughs> it's yeah. fantastic <laughs> um so one thing like was there any other movie where they call the jedi a religion oh the, a new hope yeah. He, he calls it a pitiful religion, like yeah, the dedication yeah. to a pitiful yeah. religion. Other than that, I never, it's never really referred to as this religion, which to me seems like a set of rules and a set of kind of mythology that you're supposed to kind of adhere to, I as think, opposed to this like connection with the Force, which is much more of a spiritual connection, right? Yeah, I'm just trying to think of other... I think there, there was a whole thread that uh, Pablo Hidalgo put up on Twitter about religion. And I think that he there were more references. I think even okay. Han calls it a religion. Hokey religions and ancient weapons. Yeah, are no right, match right. for in, blaster in fires. Hope, right. Yeah, and that's a new hope also. But yeah. yeah. But anyways, no, I think that's true. So like, I I uh, after a long time of not about like four or five years ago, sort of going back to church, and it was mainly because I don't really believe in the literal truth of it, but it was more kind of like. I thought the myth and the ritual and the routine was a good way to kind of get my head into a place when I can access spirituality. And I kind of felt like, okay, it's a good shortcut. I, I, mm-hmm. I can see that. And it's been, it's been helpful to me. I've really enjoyed it. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't think that people who aren't going to church are bad and are missing out. It's just, it worked for me and not for them. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, you're right, at the end of this movie, Luke who has kind of fallen from grace, right? He's fallen, he's become a agnostic Jedi and he's, you know, trashing his old religion at the same time. He's tending to the temple and (laughs) upset when it burns down. Um, But he's kind of realizes like, Oh, mythology has this place. It's a shortcut for people to have hope. It's a Mm -hmm. shortcut for people to have a sense of what's right and wrong. And uh, I will kind of help that along by, creating even more myth around myself. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a really interesting ending to the movie. Yeah. Um, that we did. One thing about these new movies that we didn't get in the previous ones, I felt, and I'm going to include the original trilogy are 
ambiguous endings. Mm-hmm. Some people will say that Empire Strikes Back has an ambiguous ending. I don't think it does. I think it just has the middle act ending of what's going to happen to our heroes next. Yeah. But you still had this sense of like, we're going to go get Han. Um, we're going to keep fighting. Yeah. Whereas in the, um, Force Awakens, you have this ending of like, you know, no one knew what that meant. Like, mm-hmm. is he going to take the lightsaber? Is he not? Like, what's Ray thinking at this time? It was a completely ambiguous ending. And you as a viewer had to kind of think about it and come to terms with it yourself. Same thing here with the kid with the broom mm-hmm. at the end of it. It's really ambiguous. Like, is that the shooting star, the Millennium Falcon? Is it important if that's the Millennium Falcon he's actually seeing? Or is he just faithful, hopeful? Is he the next generation or is he just some random kid? Uh, I, I find that to be a really interesting ending. Yeah. Uh, and again, a new kind of Star Wars movie. Sure. Well, and also, like, just, like, what the heck is Rey going to even do? Are they even... Is she going to find people? Is she going to train people? I know. Like, what... Like, there's so much that, like... Yeah, where do they go? Like, it, it's so wide open. Yeah. Well, so, I, uh, I think it's an interesting thing, too, because these movies are... Very much, it's it's known that no one knew what was going to happen. They started off this writing project, and they knew the sandbox was the Star Wars universe, but they mm-hmm. didn't have to go towards a certain end. Whereas, well, I think Lucas probably didn't have the most formed idea for how the trilogy was going to go off in the first place. He still had a general idea for the original, and then for the yeah. prequels, obviously, you know you have to end with Anakin becoming Darth Vader. Right. Um, but here, it's like a, a really fun writing exercise of... Uh, let's reset the table. Abrams did that. And now Ryan Johnson came and left the biggest writing problem for the next person. <laughs> like, what are you going to do with yeah. this? And they've now got to figure it out. And it's yeah. going to be really interesting. It could fail. It could fail spectacularly because they have all these threads and all these plates in the air. Yeah. And you don't know. Like, J.J. Abrams could just reject half of the plot of <laughs> the last movie because he didn't like it or didn't quite put it together. Yes. That's yeah. exciting to me, though. <laughs> you sent me that Ken Jennings tweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what yeah. was it? The the next movie starts and interior star destroyer Kylo Ren. I made a new helmet. I like this one. I think it works pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, the the comments and the the replies to that tweet also just had some gold in there uh, about all the different ways JJ's going to go back to right. you know uh, make it all about the Knights of Ren, which <laughs> weren't even mentioned in this movie. And everybody, I think thought, those are the guards. The Praetorian yeah, Guards might could have been the be. Night's Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, so so Wyatt is adopted. And That's I've been true. and I've been thinking about um like I've been viewing Star Wars from from the lens of an adoptive parent because I know that you've been viewing Star Wars a lot. So of mm-hmm. course I try to see it from other points of view. Um and and I've been thinking a lot about how the like people have such a problem with Ray. I don't know. I've just been thinking about like people's problem with Ray. Like they, like she has to have, like her parents have to be Luke or she's not special. And like this whole idea of bloodline. Right. And of like, like I, I see people saying it's a, like, even people who like that Ray's parents are not Luke or someone else who we already know. They say, I'm okay with Ray's parents being nobody. You know, and I'm like, that's you're missing the point. Like, I think you're missing the point. Kylo says they're nobody. You know, like that's that's something a villain says. They're not nobody. They're just they're just people who lived on Jakku. (laughs) 
right? right? You know, like, right. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily related to like uh, adoption, but I feel like it. Um, there's this idea in Star Wars that like bloodline matters so much. You know, and even when like Luke is talking to Leia on Endor, and he says, "Do you remember your mother, your real mother?" Yeah, that right. just—I mean, that, that line never used to kill me, but now it does. Where yeah. I'm like, "No, that's not what you mean to say." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my wife, who's a writer, is uh, finishing up a book right now about being an adoptive mother, and it's called "Real Mother." <laughs> uh, yes. Um, so, so yeah, it, that 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 is interesting because I. I've definitely rethought Star Wars as an adoptive parent, and now I get a little bit upset at how um, Uncle Owen and Aunt Vru were treated. Mm. Like those were his parents, right? right like right. they—that's those are the people who like changed his diapers and gave him food and taught yep. him right and wrong and did yep. everything for him, and they're just dismissed so quickly mm. as like, oh, well, they're dead now, and now he can go and be his real self. Yeah. Um, and I get it from a storytelling point of view, like. It's it's you know it's a different story if you focus on the death of those two, but you know as an adoptive parent you're kind of like wait a minute like so am I just like a replaceable function that like well as soon as I'm gone then he'll find his real parents, right? Um, and I think obviously for everybody who goes who chooses adoption it's a different story and there are for some people like a really good and strong relationship with the biological parents. And then for some there are not, and for some it's not important. And for some it is important. Mm -hmm. And so there's really no like one way to do it. But I think that in the movie, it's, it's a Royal movie. Right. And so bloodlines are important in Royal storytelling. And Mm -hmm. so that, that kind of makes sense. But then to the new movies with Ray, yeah, that's completely undercutting that. Mm-hmm. Who cares about Bloodline? What's right. Bloodline got us? I mean, nothing. Yeah. And yeah. it uh, got us like galactic conflict. <laughs> right. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> the Wars of the Roses in Star Wars were, yeah. you know, not a good idea. Um, the uh, the fact that people are, and I did too, like, oh, who are Ray's parents going to be? Uh-huh. And this movie kind of came in and said, essentially, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I thought was fantastic because it doesn't matter. It's Ray's life. Mm-hmm. It's Ray's the one who's moving forward with it. And, you know, the fact that she didn't have, it sounds like any parents except for like, what's his name? Uncar Plutt. Uncar Plutt. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty sad. And she was essentially raised herself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and for people say like, well, he had to be lying about her being coming from nobody they had to be somebody uh-huh. as if that's important i don't understand it right, like right. and it's you know it's so my dad loves putting genealogy together mm-hmm. like it's incredibly important for him to say oh well your great great grandfather on your mother's side was so and so and like tracing back to where everybody came from and and Heidi and i have a little bit of a joke where like he's gone back to the various countries where we've come from and he'll find somebody from that local village who will take them out to the farm. Yep. And I, I think that there's probably just a spot in a lot of European small towns that say, when the Americans come for the genealogy tours, take them to this hill and say that's where the farm was <laughs> because they're never going to know. <laughs> and it's, the, it's the prettiest hill we have. So just let them go there. Um, because I, I just don't, I've never really connected with it that way. I don't know why that's important that we i mean obviously everything came from somewhere and biologically we right you know came from somewhere but that's not who my life is my my life my life is 
the people who are around me who made me the person that I am. Mm-hmm. That's what's, I think, more important. And that's what uh, is lost when you have Luke and Leia saying, you know, who is your real mother? Mm-hmm. Um, because they don't know. They Padme to Luke and Leia is nobody. I mean, I'm not saying that she's not important. She's important to them, but she didn't raise them. She didn't tell them anything. She right. Didn't, um, right. So, but yeah, it's yeah. it's an interesting question. I think that uh, you know, in the in the new canon, like with this Leia, Princess of Alderaan book, uh, they do a lot with her and her mom, and, and and her how strong her connection is with her parents, and actually the like the one book that I think I ever recommended that you read star Wars bloodline mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um, deals with that too, about how like this is Leia finding out that Darth Vader or letting uh, other people finding out that Darth Vader is Leia's father, you know, Leia's biological right, father. Right. right. And, uh, and how <laughs> that, how that affects how people view her and stuff like that. Anyway, it's, um, it seems like at least in the movies and especially in, like in rebels, um, Leia Organa, obviously, she refers to herself as Organa, is very invested in, like, her adoptive parents. Like, those were very important people to her. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that... So the question is, I guess, in Return of the Jedi, like, who is she talking about when she says real mother? Because it can't be Padme. It is. Okay. Yeah, it okay. is. It is. Okay. I mean, well, in the in the, like, novelizations and stuff, they say it is. Prequel problem. Yeah, well, I mean... In like one of the Revenge of the Sith novelizations, it might be the junior novelization. I'm not sure. It says like when Leia was born, she was very attentive. Okay. You know. <laughs> okay. Um, but also, Yoda <laughs> says, you know, many things you will see through the Force, the past, the future. So maybe Leia has the ability, this some, you know, some sort of ability to see the past that Luke doesn't have. And actually, like in thinking about this, I sort of was like, wait a second, like she innately has this. If, if that's the case, then she just innately has this force power that Luke doesn't, he doesn't remember his mom at all, his, Padme right. at all, right? Right. And, and Leia does, and she doesn't even know how she does. So, yeah. and it kind of fits with the whole, like, her having this force power that just kind of kicks in to bring her back to the ship in The Last Jedi, too. Like, she just sort of... She, the, the Mary Poppins move? Yeah, yeah. It's innate <laughs> Mary Poppins. Which, you know, so I, I think we talked about this. The, the first time I watched the movie, I didn't like that scene. Yeah. And then after I watched it the second and third time, I, I was fine with it. I had yeah. no, no issues with it afterwards. Um, I don't know why I didn't like it the first time. But I think because I saw somebody being snarky on Twitter and then I caught on to it. Does that mm. happen to you? Like you just, somebody says like something yes. snarky on Twitter and it's clever and so it just uh-huh. sticks with you. I think. And then a week later you go, wait a minute, they're wrong. They were just <laughs> clever about it. <laughs> oh, I think that's why, I mean, I, honestly, I think that's, like not, like seventy five percent of the backlash is people reading funny things on Twitter or clever things on Twitter about this movie and latching onto them. I wonder if that's what happened to the last election in our country. <laughs> yes. What is it, Wyatt? Okay. Oh, cool. Okay. Is that is that a ponytail? Okay. Honestly, I think that's kind of what happened with the prequels. I know that it was before Twitter and before. Facebook and before like, but it it wasn't before the internet, and there were certain sure. websites like Ain't It Cool News, sure, or um, there was like Red Letter Media was another one where they made these videos that criticized it, and I think it it really caught on, like it there wasn't as much of a backlash until until after it wasn't immediate. So yeah, that was my memory as was 
that I really liked Phantom Menace, yeah. but I didn't watch it that often. Mm. Um, but I liked it in the moment. And, but then again, we were so excited <laughs> when those movies came out yeah. that we just couldn't think about it objectively at all. And I didn't start disliking the prequels until Attack of the Clones. Like after I watched Attack of the Clones, I was like, I didn't like that at all. And I still mm. don't like it. Yeah. And there's some people who say like, I don't like the prequels, but I like Attack of the Clones, and I'm I. That's not me at all. Yeah, I I like Phantom Menace, which is probably because I have a five year old, you know, or a six year old, yeah. so I can kind of uh-huh. get into the movie that way. But I just never liked Attack of the Clones, and then Revenge of the Sith. I just think is problematic. It just tries to do too much hmm. in its narrative. I mean, Anakin Skywalker goes from being a hero. And then 17 minutes of film time later, he's Darth Vader. <laughs> it's, well, I mean, he it's also there. killed an entire village it's, of Tuscan. It's the, I mean, I, there's a lot I there. love that scene, and I wanted a bit more of that. But anyways, and the Clone Wars, anyway. Yeah, the Clone Wars are brilliant. Love the Clone Wars. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, fair is fair. We talked about um, me going to church and, yep. and you not. Yep. So do you feel, and I know you said before in the podcast that you, know, you don't think about Star Wars as a religion. Uh-huh. Um, but do you feel that Star Wars in your family's life has taken something of that place? Like it's the vehicle by which you talk about morals and the stories through which you talk about how to be a good person? Yeah, it probably has. Yeah, actually. I mean, like, <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Cause you, you, yeah, you, in that way, I think it probably has. I've heard you like yeah. teach life lessons to your kids <laughs> through, <laughs> through these stories. And it was like, that's kind of what some Bible stories are, right? Sure. Like you, yeah, we don't talk about parables. We talk about episode one. Right, know? right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's interesting. And it, neither good nor bad. I just think right, it's fine right. to be interesting. And so when you snicker at me for being a simpleton who goes to church all the time. Oh, come on. <laughs> You've never heard me snicker at you. <laughs> no, I'm just saying when you do it on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not around. <laughs> Well, I do want to say, I don't know if you're, you're, you might cut this out and you might not cut it out, but it's really been a lot of fun listening to you guys in the podcast. You've done a really good job putting it together and kind of keeping it on the rails, allowing it to go off the rails a couple of times here and there, <laughs> but um, done a really great job uh, putting it together. I, I like Star Wars more because of your podcast. Yeah. And... I think a lot of other people probably feel the same way and think more people should give you money. <laughs> well, I was going to cut that out. <laughs> but now I'm not going <laughs> to. No, thank you. And I, I appreciate all your support. Um, all right. Well, that was, yeah, we're going to end it there because it's starting to get sappy. Yeah, it is. And uh, Yeah, it is. And we're not even yeah. drinking beer. That's oh, that's not going to cut that I should have offered you a beer. Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, all right. Cool. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk to you later. And I'm glad that we finally were able to do this. Yeah. After a year of me saying, oh, yeah, we should get Evan and Wyatt on. <laughs> we see each other yeah. like three times a month, but right. never actually record. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. So, cool. Thanks. All right, man. Thank you. Yep. So this is the 95, so this is the one that I skip when I don't, when I don't listen to. That's, so. that's right. Okay, thank you again to Evan and Wyatt for coming on the show. It's always great to get new perspectives, even if they're wrong about the prequels. 
Uh, well, if it's an opinion, wrong about the prequels. If it's an opinion, it's not necessarily wrong. Oh, Anna, you're right. You're right. I'm just joking. So, um, so toward the end there, Evan and I were talking about, um, sort of about adoption and, and the, how parents are viewed in star Wars and how adoptive parents are viewed and stuff. And, uh, and there's something that came up actually after we'd recorded. I was listening to the not the most recent episode of Full of Sift, but one back, and it made me think of of this conversation I had with Evan. Um, and there's a, a a letter that was written into Full of Sith, so they're kind of reading their mailbag, right? And uh, and this person had, and I don't, I should have wrote down his name, but I didn't. So um, anyway, the e- the the email was about about how when Luke was on the island and older, he sort of took on the characteristics of his, of his father figure that he had growing up, which was Uncle Owen. I mean, he called him Uncle Owen, but like Evan says in the podcast, I mean, they changed his diaper. They raised him. They taught him right from wrong. They were his parents, you know, mm-hmm. he called them aunt and uncle, but they were his parents for all, you know, for all purposes, right? That's what mm-hmm. parents do. Um, not his biological parents, but, but parents in every other parents. way, in every other way, right? Um, and I would say in all of the important ways, right? Mm-hmm. The most important ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so anyway, yeah, this letter talks about how Luke, you know, is like a Luke version of Uncle Owen. Uh, like he doesn't want to join the fight, you know, when he, when he throws the lightsaber, that's like some, that's what uncle Owen would have wanted Luke to do in the first place back on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Right. Like saying, no, this is not worth it. This is, I don't want to join the fight. Just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a really good point, I think. And I just thought that yeah. I wanted to bring that up now and kind of even bolster even further Evan's point about, about Owen and Beru, uh, being Luke's, you know, mom and dad basically. Mm-hmm. What a great, what a great conversation. I love this episode and so glad that we can have them on. Now we're going to do the outro and I'm so glad that you kids are here because now you kids don't usually listen to the podcast and you have not listened to the last podcast since it's been released, but I did the outro on my own last week and it went on and on. (laughs) And if you were here, you would have told me to stop. Just stop daddy. You would have said, um, but you weren't here, so I'm so glad that you're here. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here today. We're not to going to say on track. anything. What? You're not going to say anything. What do you mean? Mm-mm. We're not going to say anything. You're not going to make me stop. You're not. No. Okay. All right. Well, I'll try to keep on track anyway because I want to respect your time. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good. Good so idea. We can yeah. play exploding yeah. kittens. Oh yeah, we got to play some exploding kittens. Woo. Liam, you got exploding kittens for your birthday. Yeah. 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 It was awesome. Yeah, that's a good gift. I want Our, a donut now because exploding kittens now will remind me of donuts forever because we, he got exploding kittens at a donut shop we went to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, Shout out I to Glam Doll Donuts. Woo! All right. Now All right. I want a donut. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I think maybe we could settle for a cupcake. That uh, our friend oh. Aaron made for us, oh, right? Oh, and I will get it. I'll just settle for a fruit roll-up. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to episode 95 of Children of the Force. And as always, thank you to those who support us, like Evan and Wyatt do, over on patreon.com slash children of the force. Your support allows us to do this podcast and to make it better. And uh, we actually just no, bought... No, that was all up there. Stop, stop. 
Go on. Oh, I'm not supposed to go on a tangent? No. I was just going to say something else. Oh, fine. That's not written Whatever. down, but yeah. you're right. Keep me on track. Do it. I was going to say we just bought a new headphone splitter that's going to help us uh, do a better job and help it be easier for us to yes. talk to talk to people via Skype. Yes, cool. we did, Larry. Uh, and that's going to help us a lot. And I felt comfortable making that purchase because of our patrons, because of you, our patrons, who, who help us out with you know the web hosting fees and and the equipment fees and all that stuff um yeah you make it possible thank you so much if you'd like to reach out to us online in other ways which are also helpful um you can contact us via twitter at forest shelter on facebook we are children of the boss our email address is forestchildren at gmail.com our website is www.childrenoftheforest.com and head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force and leave us a voicemail that we'll play on the show. We'd love it to hear your voice on the show. You said it's we'd an love easy to way. hear your voice on the show. It's not in the thing. Never. Am I deviating from the <laughs> yes. show notes? Okay, yes. stop it. Stop. <laughs> Finally, leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere else you listen to us. Um, it'll make it easier for more people to find us. Um, you know, just write a little note on iTunes. Go to the iTunes and just write that little note telling us what you think. Telling other people what you think. Tell other people why they should maybe listen. Okay, yes, cut me off. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for cutting me off. Okay, for Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam, and I'm nine. And may the Force be with you. <laughs> Did you both say porks? Yeah. yeah. Oh, come on. Okay, okay, okay. No, it's fine. We'll keep it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's fine. All right.